You are listening to ACPN. Hey there, welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where two friends go back in time, pick a movie to watch and review, and give you our uneducated opinions about. My name is Gabe Whitehurst, I'm your semi-host for this episode, I'm your half-host, and uh, sitting across from me in sunglasses and a black suit, slicked back hair, is a man named Don Corleone. (laughs) Uh, Michael, (laughs) Michael, get over here. I know you were going for John Travolta, but I don't remember what he sounded like. I watched uh, this yesterday, but yeah. I totally forgot how he, he sounds. He sounds like, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> real calm. Yeah. Real, real relaxed. Like normal Travolta. Bro- old, old school Brooklyn accent that doesn't exist anymore, probably. Oh, it does. <clears throat> it does somewhere in the far reaches of Brooklyn. Have you been down to Brooklyn recently? No. You should go more often. I avoid that place like <laughs> like the plague. I don't like, want to... Like Times Square? I don't want to leave and be a hipster, mm. you know? I wanted to rub off on me. There are plenty of non-hipster places in Brooklyn you can are, go to. Are there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only go down there when I need pickles, you know? You could go uh, You could go to like downtown Brooklyn, which is not, it's not hipstery. It's more like um, business people in suits, mm. young professionals. Or you can go to Bed-Stuy. So, All right. Or you can go to uh, uh, like Bensonhurst. That's a made-up name. Let's be honest. Where it's, you just made that. Uh, up. You just made that place. Largely uh, a Jewish uh, population. Bensonhurst. Is it Bensonhurst? Which is the one that's very Jewish? The neighborhood it starts with a B. Bed Bedsty? No, it's not. <laughs> that is hipsterish. <laughs> I don't know. It's not Bedsty. I don't know, man. Brooklyn is a foreign country to me. It's yeah, a, it's just like the Bronx or Staten Island. I just don't yeah. go there unless I I need donuts or uh, I have to go see a show there in like a guy's attic. Hmm. You know. Have you done that? No. Oh, okay. But I can see myself doing that. We did that once. We saw a show. We in did. Yeah. Upper room somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it was an attic, but yeah, it was like an yeah, apartment. It was like a theater. Renovated apartment. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about a movie that, should I introduce or? Do you want to listen to Dan's voicemail first? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know what? I've given up. I know it's Dan. <laughs> it's Dan. Okay. Let's listen. Hey guys, it's uh, it's Dan. Um, I uh, thought maybe um, my voicemail should start with a with an intro song. So um, here we go. Woo! Button boom, button boom, button bottom boom, button boom, button boom, bottom boom, button boom, button boom, bottom boom. Button bum, button bum. If you could just talk to Dan, he'd be making some plans. If you could just talk to Dan, yeah, this is Dan, and um, and I hope you're having a good week. Um, I lost my job today, so looking for a new one. Keep it the good work, guys. <laughs> so he just stole the song. He just stole the song. 
Uh, Dan, you, you've had a job this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that Dan got fired. Well, I, he didn't say he got fired. Maybe he... Uh, oh. <laughs> maybe he got He said, I lost my job, which typically implies that you were let go. <laughs> maybe he got arrested. <laughs> I'm going to go... I, I wouldn't be surprised by that either, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Um, well, that was a good song, though. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. Uh, that, a, like... that a band called Natural Anthem wrote. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> oh, you're saying he stole their song. I thought it was a little similar. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I it mean, sounds close. Your music has overlapping patterns and chords. It's not like you can have every song be original. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> How many songs go... <laughs> or start with... <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate you calling, Dan. We, uh, we feel bad for you that you lost your job. Um, if you want to come produce the podcast, yeah, come on over. Um, we'll pay you in circus peanuts. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll take you to Brooklyn. How about that? <laughs> to get some pickles. <laughs> yeah, get some, get, we'll get you some pickles. You did ask us about pickles once. Yeah, he's um, into pickles. <laughs> By the way, those pickles are still in my fridge, and my wife hasn't. Oh, really? Them. Yeah. yeah, you should throw those out. Probably. I mean, how long are pickles good for? Probably a while. Do you uh, do you sip some pickle juice after a? Hard workout? No. Get those electrolytes back? I would never do that, actually. Why? Why not? Because creatine is disgusting enough, and I don't need to mix that with pickle juice. Eh. <laughs> All right. Sip them uh, after a heavy night of drinking. Ooh. You know, they, people are into pickleback shots, and I got to say, yeah. they're terrible. They are terrible. I I've really never, hate them. I've never understood it. It's like the combination of salty and sweet, maybe. But... Alcohol's never like, like sweet, <laughs> unless well, you're drinking like Kahlua. Yeah, but it's sweeter than pickle juice. Come on, it's a totally <laughs> different flavor. I mean, bourbon uh, is sweet if you think about it. I feel like you're getting like astringent and sour. Those are the two notes you're mm. getting. Well, uh, all I know is that it is a proven hangover. There's no cure for a hangover. I'll just get Pedialyte. That's what I'm saying. It's the yeah. same. It's just the same thing. You're just drinking a bunch of salt. Yeah, but it tastes better. I don't know. Have you had Pedialyte recently? Not recently. I, I <laughs> have. So I was like seven. I probably. have, and it's very salty. You, yeah. it takes so much water. <laughs> I, I bought the powdered kind, the sticks. Yeah, and it is the saltiest thing mm. you've ever had. It's it's fruity, but it's like fruit salt, fruit <laughs> loops with salt on them. That sounds pretty great. You, honestly, you have to d- dilute it exorbitant amounts. I thought that it came like pre it's like liquid already. It's both. You can oh, you, you can, can buy, you can it, buy okay. it in like an uh, emergency in, packet. Yeah, like a powder. Yeah. Uh, but it, it it's it makes a lot. And why you, why were you drinking Pedialyte? Uh you know, <laughs> for reasons we don't need to talk about <laughs> on this show. <laughs> this is a while ago. You can be open with me, Gabe. I just you know, I had a rough night at uh yeah. at, at, at work one night and uh <laughs> Wow. Went out with uh, some at people. Oh uh, okay. Not not at work, after work. Uh, okay. uh, a good night, but you weren't yeah. raging in the office. No, no. No, no. okay, okay. No. I feel you. I feel you. I've been there. Anyway, it's uh, it's pretty salty, but it works. It makes right. you feel a lot better. Well, uh, if I ever am feeling uh, unelectrolyted, I will drink some pickle juice. Yes, you should. It's yeah. it's good for you. It's uh, and it's delicious to boot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do you ever do the pickle juice snow cone? Uh, no, but that sounds equally terrible. They always had those in Texas at a snow cone That's stand. Awful. One was pickle juice. I'd go for cherry. Yeah, tiger's blood all the way. Tiger's blood. Yeah, that was a flavor. Was it a flavor. Yeah. Huh. What did it taste like? Blood. Oh, I don't know. It was like a fruity. <laughs> thing anyway today matt we are talking about a movie it came out in 1995 as you all well know it stars a lot of people a lot of people in this film it's called get shorty 
Hey, where's my coat? It's not one of these. Well, do you see a black leather jacket? Fingertip length, like the one Pacino wore on Serpico? Because if you don't, you owe me $379. Well, maybe you didn't see the sign. I seen the sign, but I didn't come to sunny Florida to freeze my ass off. You got that? So you either find my coat or you give me the $379 that my ex-wife paid for it at Alexander's. Rino, puoi spiegare a questo signore? Il signor Barboni si ha prestato il coltello Ray Bones took my coat? No, no, he didn't take it. He borrowed it. Così, eh. somebody took his coat. So Mr. Barboni tried this other coat and it fit him pretty good. That was my coat. He was wearing it to go home, but he's not going to keep it. No. My car keys are in that coat. Mr. Barboni is a good customer. You know, he works for Jimmy Cab. <laughs> I know who he works for. Where's your phone? This way. It does star a lot of people. A lot of surprise people. <laughs> no, wasn't that a generic statement? <laughs> it stars a lot of people. There's a lot of people in this film. It stars a lot of people. Some people made it. Some, Some people, people wrote it. it. Yeah, the stars uh, John Travolta. Uh, Gene Hackman is in this movie. Rene Russo. Danny DeVito. Dennis Farina. He's, uh, he's in a lot of mm. mobster movies. He's in, uh, a sing- he's in some of the Oceans movies. He looks great with a fake tan. Yeah, he's all- he always has a fake tan. Yeah. Um, or maybe he's just a tan man. Delroy Lindo, this yeah. was his year, 95. He yeah, was in right. Clockers as well. Gandolfini is in this movie. Uh, R.I.P. Did you know he died in 2013? No. Doesn't that feel like... <laughs> it feels <laughs> it does... like it happened like two years I ago. I thought he died, yeah. I thought he died like a year and a half. No, 2013. Three... Wow. Yeah. The Sopranos 20-year anniversary this year. Oh, really? Still have never seen it. Yeah. Me either. It's never on HBO. It. I really want to watch it because they say it's the show that started... Yeah, kind of modern TV. Mod- yeah, but it's so, there's so much. I know. There's so many seasons. Oh, really? I don't know. Yes. Like, how much? Like nine? I think ten? it's like seven or eight seasons. Well, if it's good, eh. I'll watch it. <laughs> I just started True Detective season three. Oh, with uh, Master Hala Ali? Mahershala. Mahershala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Master Hala. I like that. <laughs> His name phonetically does not um, sound like it's spelled. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, you know, thanks to The Sopranos for Im- probably influencing that in some way. Yeah. Um, let's see. John Grease in this movie. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he played... Remember that guy? He played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, wait. <laughs> who is he in this? He is sort of the muscle for Delroy Lindo and uh, gets, oh, he gets, gets shot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even recognize yeah. him. He can throw That's a football wild. over the mountains. <laughs> That's what he can do. He didn't do much in this movie. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. Martin Ferrero, uh, otherwise known as the lawyer from Jurassic Park, who gets eaten off the toilet mm-hmm. by a T Rex. So many stars. Uh, Miguel Sandoval, very famous Hispanic actor. He's in a lot of stuff. Penny Marshall shows up at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just great. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bette Midler. Bette Midler. I uncredited. Bette Midler. How can I? Yeah. So, oh, she's uncredited? Yeah. Pretty oh, wow. weird. I don't know why they did that. Maybe to like make it a shocking moment. I don't, I don't know. Really know. She, she's a significant character in this movie. Uh, well, significant. Well, I mean, I she she has dialogue. She yeah. has a whole scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you see her in a negligee, so <laughs> yeah, I'd say yeah. that's significant. That was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who directed Men in Black Hey-o. and Wild Wild West. Remember oh, that? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Struck out with Come Wild on, Wild you're, West. You're gonna tell me you don't have a soft spot for Wild Wild West? Uh, I I actually have a little bit of a soft spot yeah. for it. You know why? Because it's freaking Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. And Kevin Klein, yeah, and and Will Smith, <laughs> and Will Smith, and, yeah, yeah. He, he's fine. That's back when he was everywhere all the time. Yeah, uh, it was written by Scott Frank, who most recently wrote Logan, 
um, Ooh, but okay. also wrote Minority Report and wow. quite a few other things. So he's a, he's a good writer. Yeah, um, accomplished screenplay writer. Yeah, based on the novel by Elmore Leonard. Yeah, I don't know who that is, but I'll me either. But uh, I'm sure it's great. I've heard the novel from what I've read online is 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 great as well. But I will not be reading it. <laughs> well, what do you mean? So, sorry, Elmore. <laughs> I've seen the movie. That's all I need. Okay. Uh, the budget for this was thirty million. It grossed one hundred and fifteen million worldwide. Nice. The tagline that I liked was "drug smuggling, racketeering, loan sharking." Welcome to Hollywood. Hey. hey. I like that too. That's cute. It's you know it's tough to distinguish between the mob and Hollywood sometimes. Uh, is that the point of this movie? Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, a fact, John Travolta initially declined an offer to be in this movie, but was convinced by Quentin Tarantino to do it. Right, yeah, he was coming off hot from uh, Pulp Fiction. From Pulp, yeah. This is, so you know we have the McConaissance now? Yeah. This was, the mid-90s is kind of the Travolta-sance, travolta wasn't it? it was, yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction was his, uh, his resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, he did, like, Phenomenon, yeah. Michael... <laughs> I feel like I don't I for some reason I feel like my mom loved that movie. I don't know why I have that feeling. I think I remember talking about it all the time. My, that, that's when he was an angel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I've never I've never actually seen the whole movie. Yeah. My family loved Phenomenon. Oh, that okay. thing was on in our house all the time. <laughs> for some Before reason. you went to bed every night. Yeah, we uh we really got down on some phenomenon. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well go Travolta. Good for him. I, I, he's really, really good in this movie, too. Oh, he's great in yeah. this movie. This I, is probably one of my favorite roles of his, yeah, actually. Yeah, I, I really, really like it. Besides maybe Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah. I think these are good good one and two for him. Yeah, after, after this, he did Broken Arrow with Christian Slater. Never saw that either. Um, nice action thriller. Yeah? Yeah. Did you see it? Oh, man, ages ago. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. Okay. Yeah. It just <laughs> so a, it wasn't very good. No, yeah. maybe. Well, I was also like 10 years old. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You remember a lot from back then. Yeah. You're, you're finally getting some testosterone. Yeah. And uh, memories are linked to a uh, testosterone spike. They are. They yeah, are. So, so yeah. you, I mean, maybe that didn't make you feel any testosterone spikes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I have no testosterone. <laughs> Uh, so this movie is fairly complex from a um, kind of a plot standpoint. So yeah. I'm going to keep it fairly high level. If you feel like I, I miss anything that you liked or that you thought was good, obviously stop me. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't I, have a lot of notes. I, 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 took, notes. I took a, a, a detailed synopsis of it from IMDb and sort of yeah. broke it up into each major plot point, but I'm yeah. not going to touch on those things. I just have it here as a guide. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that affect the main story that are sort of side. Yeah. It all ties together at the end, but it is... When you watch this movie, you kind of have to... It takes a while to be like, what's the main... Like, mm. what's really happening here? So Yeah, and it, a lot of subplots. A lot of subplots. So, let's jump into it. Uh, the movie opens with Ray Bones Barboni stealing Chili Palmer's jacket from a restaurant. So, Chili Palmer is John Travolta... Uh, and then Ray Barboni is um, what was his name for Farina, Fartface Farina, uh, f- uh, fart face, Farina. <laughs> yeah, uh, De- so Dennis Farina, Dennis Farina. Yeah. Um, so this obviously upsets Chili. Chili's kind of like this um, mid-level mobster, so he does work for a boss. He collects on debts. He's a loan shark. Yeah. Um, so he goes to Ray's house, knocks on his door, breaks his nose, gets his jacket gets back. Gets his jacket back. Um, and Which then is. That- Ironic because he's working for him at the time. It was, is, so this is where it's, it's already complex. Right. So is he working for Ray at this time? Because what I got from it, and we'll talk about this later, is that 
is that Chili Palmer's boss dies, he, and yes. so Ray collects whatever debts that he had on his book, and so then he works for Ray. So at this point, I don't think he's working for him. So maybe maybe when he punches him in the nose, he's not working for him. Yeah, which, he, which is which is why it's tense between them later yeah. on when they start working together. Yeah, right, because he shows up basically the next day with a with a nose cast and yeah. and makes him go collect on another debt. So I guess I guess so. Right. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe he wasn't working for Well, also he was going to go kill him. So the next scene was him walking into where John Travolta keeps his books basically in the back yeah. of a, a, a barbershop. Barbershop, yeah. He walks in with a gun, but Travolta knows that he's there, so he has a gun ready <laughs> and he shoots he like shoots right above his head so it yeah. grazes his forehead and like leaves a, a mark on his fi- like yeah. his forehead and then his hair is missing, and it's he just runs moment. away scared. Yeah. He just gets shot and runs away and screaming. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were just talked about it. Chili's boss dies. Um, he goes to his home for a surprise party. He doesn't know what's happening, obviously. And he's older, so he has a heart attack when he gets shocked. Um, and so, like we said, uh, Ray's boss assumes those debts. And so now Chili is working for the guy whose nose he just broke and whose forehead he just shot at. Right. Um, so Chili actually flies to L.A. to collect on a few debts that uh, Ray told him about. So there's a guy who scammed an airline company and everyone he knew. So I, what, what I understand Leo, is that yeah. the plane went down and crashed. Yes. And people thought that he died. So did he collect the life insurance or did he sue the airline? <laughs> no. So he uh, he owed a bunch of money. This guy who was a dry cleaner. Which I don't know if they if he was literally a dry cleaner or if he was like a uh, if that's the term for both a, a, a money launderer. Yeah, that was his front. Um, right. So he was sitting on the plane. He couldn't handle being sitting there, and so he got off the plane, had a few drinks. The plane takes off and crashes. He tells his wife that he wasn't on the plane, but yeah. to tell them that he's dead. So he gets life insurance. Yeah. Plus, what the the airline it says they pay his wife what he would have made. As yeah. a dry cleaner for the rest of his life or something, huh. so he gets like three hundred grand. Yeah, that's what they say, but I I, I assumed it was just mostly life insurance. Yeah, three hundred grand seems kind of low. With a little, yeah, <laughs> it is pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Matt works in insurance, so he would know. Oh yeah, but. oh yeah, for sure. I don't work in life insurance. <laughs> oh yeah, that's though. right. You don't work in life insurance, <laughs> so I have no idea. Yeah, never mind. Uh, my policy is only for uh, for a year of my salary. So Sophie, you would have to continue to work a little yeah. bit. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest. You're gonna die within. That's true. A year that's or two. true. Yeah, but maybe I'll frame it as an accident. Yeah. A- anyway, the, the, this this man, um, his name is Leo. He tells his wife, "Hey, I'll, I'll come for you. We'll, we'll go to Vegas together." Mm. And then he just doesn't. Send, he doesn't send for his wife. Yeah. So as you said, Chili is. Uh, sent to go collect this money because mm-hmm. this guy owes Barboni money. So Chili goes to Vegas to try to find him. Um, and then while he's in Vegas, this other mob guy says, hey, while you're in LA, he has he sends him to LA. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, while you're out, because basically the guy left Vegas and went to LA, I yeah. think. Yeah, he was, he was tailing him, like trying to find him. Yeah. So he went to Vegas first. So he was like, when you go to LA, check on this other guy for us. He owes us a bunch of money. He's this movie director, like C movies, B movies, whatever. So that's where we are. Yeah. Um, so Chili ends up going to the producer's house first, the director producer. His name is Harry Zim. Um, and he's played by Gene Hackman. The great brilliantly. Gene Hackman. Uh, he was one of the better characters in this film. I really liked watching him. Yeah, it was interesting to see a movie where Gene Hackman isn't sort of uh 
I don't know, strong. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. kind of, he's kind of a wimp and he he's funny, very funny in this movie and mm-hmm. yeah, he's not like the lead. Yeah, one of the pieces of trivia um if, it's actually really interesting a lot of the stuff that went into this film, but one of the the key points was that uh, Gene Hackman originally wasn't going to do it because he's only used to doing like dramatic serious roles. Serious roles. Yeah. And so the director was like, "No, that's what I want. I want you to do it and play it completely serious, seriously yeah. and yeah. the audience will decide if it's funny or not." Yeah. And I thought it was very funny. Same thing with uh, Leslie Nielsen in <clears throat> Airplane. Yeah. Did, did you know that? He was a serious actor. Yeah. yeah. He was like a dramatic stage actor and they were like, "Play it straight." Yeah. And that's why it's so funny. That's why it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should watch Airplane. We should watch Airplane. I'll always watch Airplane. Yeah. Side season, just one episode. <laughs> just Airplane. Um, so Chili ends up breaking into Harry's house um, and ends up telling him his own story about collecting the debt on Leo, basically. So yeah. he tells him, there's this guy, he's after this guy who owned a, a dry cleaning business. He scammed an insurance company. He has all this money. And now there's a loan shark after him. He calls him a, he calls him a Shylock. It's what he calls it, right, which I didn't yeah. know was a, was a term for a loan shark. Yeah, I mean, um, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, but Harry's interested in it. He thinks it's a really good movie idea. And this kind of kicks off the meat of the movie where it's less about mobsters and collecting on debt, even though it is, and it's more about Chili breaking into the movie industry, which yeah. makes this an excellent film. It's I really think. sweet. It's funny, and Chili's like this sweet guy. Yeah, he's he, nerding out. He Yeah, he, he's a... We come to find out he's a ma- mega movie fan. Yeah, so of, much of the guy who is yeah. the, the producer. I was gonna him. say so much so that he watches these crappy movies that uh, this guy has made, and they don't say that they're bad, but they say like these slime monster movies. Like, I think we can infer yeah. from the names of the movies and the fact that there's two or three of yeah. them that they're probably yeah. kitschy and and kitschy B grade. And so he knows everything from uh, older movies starring Charlton Heston and yeah. you know Rio Bravo and all that that they reference and Orson Welles Orson, Orson, Welles, Orson yeah. Welles movie. And so um it's sweet cuz he he's there to collect this debt and he sort of makes his calmly threatening, you know, he's there, he needs the money. But then he's like, "Hey, by the way, I have a movie idea." And they sit down, <laughs> they have a drink and he tells him his movie idea. Yeah. And they it's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's why I love John Travolta's performance in this movie because he's simultaneously very like sweet and nice to people that he is i guess quote unquote friends with or mm-hmm. people that are like his associates but he's also terrifying in a way yeah he just has like this calm like you know he will destroy you if he, he could has to yeah, if he has to. Yeah. yeah or if he wants to which right. he doesn't ever really want to he's like always really <laughs> reluctant to do it which is great as well and there's a really funny this whole movie is sort of self-reflective reflective in a way there's a great scene where he teaches danny devito how to be that way. <laughs> Such a great scene. Later in the <laughs> yeah. movie. <laughs> and yeah, it's we'll, very funny. Yeah, we'll touch on that uh, a little bit later. But we get introduced to Bo Catlett, who is played by Delroy Lindo. Yep. Um, he's also a loan shark uh, in a way. He, yeah. he loans money to people, but he collects on those debts pretty frequently. It seems like he's also very wealthy. Um, but it seems like he is working some sort of deal with the cartel. Yes. Colombian cartel, I believe. Yeah, we don't know what it is, but yeah. he has a deal with him, yeah. So he leaves money in a locker for the scared young Hispanic man yeah. <laughs> and says, look out for the cops with the bulges in their pants because they know there's something going on right. and that's their piece. Um, so there's a funny scene where he goes to actually go to the locker and get the money and he just goes insane because he, he looks at out. everyone in the airport and sees a bulge on their leg and is like, oh no, that's a gun, that's a gun. Yeah. And it's comical because some people have like these giant blocks <laughs> of whatever in their pants. It's like, what is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's freaking out and uh, it turns out he's 
Pablo Escobar's nephew or something. Yeah. Even though they don't call him Pablo. Yeah, the equivalent of. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Escobar. Somebody you don't want to mess with. Yeah, it's funny. Um, so Harry pitches a film to Chili and tells him that he had to take out 500 grand uh, to invest in this movie. So he's telling him he has these debts to the, um, I guess the casino is where he got the yeah, money he, from. He, he got like an investment from Delroy Lindo. Yeah, Bo Catlett. Bo Catlett went to a, a casino to try and double it basically and yeah. do it and blew the money. Yeah. Um, so Harry's investors, who are Bo Catlett and Uncle Rico, uh, <laughs> stop by and they, they basically threaten them and say, hey, look, you owe us this money. Um, and then Harry's like, I got the separate thing I'm working on, but you guys can't invest in it. It's like my own little project, but uh, I'm going to use the money that I took from you in this movie that we're making together. But it seems like Bo Catlett isn't really interested in the movie that they're making, but wants to work on the new film. Um, yeah. Which becomes more obvious later when he actually reads the script and, and likes it a lot. Which wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. Because Gene Hackman was supposed to keep his mouth shut when they show up. Yeah. Chili is basically saying, I'll do you a favor. I'll sit here. You don't introduce me. You don't say who I am. And I'll scare these guys away. I'll mm -hmm. buy you some time so you can make the movie that you've invest they've invested with with you. And then you can be free to make your own project, which is called Mr. Lovejoy, I think. Yeah. That's the working title. And they host the Mr. Loveboy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. yeah, it's funny. <laughs> That's pretty so, good. unfortunately, Gene Hackman isn't used to this. He gets nervous, and he introduces John Travolta right off the bat, shows these guys this new script like an idiot, mm -hmm. And and unfortunately, that's how they get involved. Is they see it, and they they realize Delroy realizes it's going to be better mm. and worth his time and money. So he, yeah, he wants in. Yeah. So at this point, Chili actually goes to confront Leo, who is the um, laundry store owner guy <laughs> who yeah. faked his death who, and took the insurance high. money. Yeah. Um, and so Chili takes the money that Leo scammed. It ends up being like three hundred and twelve thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah, something um, like that. He said, I'm going to take the 300000 for the people that you borrowed from, and I'm going to keep the extra with interest, 18% uh, interest over the next year or something like that. Yeah. Um, I still don't know the significance of the interest part. I don't really know what that was, but mm. I felt like it was supposed to be important, but it never really came back up again. Do you yeah. remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I definitely do tell, uh, know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so if anyone out there knows, let us know. But I was just like, was, what is the interest? Like, what's what's so important about this, and why is it even mentioned? Yeah, he so he he tracks him down, uh, mm -hmm. Leo Devoe. He takes three hundred and ten thousand of the five hundred thousand that he has. So I guess he went to Vegas mm -hmm. with his three hundred thousand dollars, three three ten. Yeah, he says, "I'm not going to touch what you've made in right. Vegas." Right. So he yeah. he leaves him his money. Um, I, I think he takes it to help out at this point. To fund the movie. To help out Gene Hackman. Yeah. 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 So what's, what was your question? He tells him, so he says, I'm going to let you keep whatever you made in Vegas. Right. I'm going to take the 300000 and I'm also going to keep ten or twelve or whatever it was uh, for myself with interest. Hmm. So maybe we're lingering on a point that doesn't matter at all. That's probably the case. Yeah. But I I, it just never came back up. So. I, think, maybe he, I think maybe he said that he would, wouldn't he, didn't, didn't he say he'd pay him back with interest? Like he'll give him his money back? Yeah. Yeah, but so, he's if he's only keeping that ten or twelve for himself, what is that the the money that he's using on the movie? Because he never actually gives the three hundred thousand back until he's threatened. I guess I didn't catch that he said he was keeping it for himself. Yeah. I just thought he said, "I'm taking this money. Don't freak out. I'll pay you back with interest." Yeah. So maybe I missed that. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It doesn't really. Maybe we're misunderstanding. <laughs> we spent too long on this already. <laughs> uh, so Chili returns to Harry's office, and Bo Catlett is already there. Um, so he's read the script. Uh, he really likes it. 
and he wants to work with uh with Chili to rewrite the script basically. Uh-huh. He says like we don't need Harry. He's he's actually not very good. The script is fine, but we can rewrite it ourselves and we can make it better you yeah. and me. And Chili basically tells him to, you know, forget about forget about it. Yeah, he's he's like why do I need you? You just told me how to do the whole process, so I yeah. don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that he was like, you know, you just write what you want on the page and you can hire somebody to put the commas in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do great. all the do all the grammar As if stuff. It's that easy, yeah. I was like, I want that job. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great job. Yeah. But surprise I think it's probably how Hollywood works. Yeah. It's probably it probably is that easy. That's some, why there's ten writers on a film and yeah. most of them don't get credit. Right. <laughs> so Be- uh Bo Catlett schemes to kill Chili so that Harry will produce the film with him. So he wanted to work with Chili, Chili said no, so he frames it back around to Harry that Chili is trying to scam him. So this is where things just start to get really confusing. But yes. he's basically flipping the script around again when he realizes that Chili's not going to work with him. Right. Um, so at this point, we get introduced to Danny DeVito, who is a <laughs> character that is... Um, he's the namesake of the film. So his yeah. nickname is Shorty. So get Shorty for the film. But his name in the movie is Michael Weir. He's like a really big-time actor. Mar- who is, Martin Weir. Uh, is it Martin? I think I thought it was. Maybe it is. What did I write down? Martin Weir, yeah. Oh, I Martin. wrote down Martin yeah. Weir. You're Martin right. Weir. <laughs> Michael Weir, Martin Weir, who cares? It's Danny yeah. DeVito. And this was before the DeVito sons. Yeah. Can we say that? Because yeah. he, he's younger. I mean, he's always been great. Yeah, he's always been around. Always been around, beloved in Hollywood. He's got his finger in a million pots, but now he's he's aged and he's funnier looking now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's this old, eccentric, crazy man he in real life. He does look a lot younger than he does In this now. movie, yeah, yeah he's, young, he's way younger and he's he wasn't as popular. Yeah. But yeah. I love Danny DeVito so much. Maybe the best Batman villain? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Although his penguin is what, pretty different from the, the penguin in the comics. Oh, yeah. he's so disgusting. I yeah. love it. Yeah, the penguin in the comics is very refined and yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta love Danny. I, I do love, love Danny. Danny. But uh, essentially, they want to get him in the film because he's the biggest movie star in this universe, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they go to his place to convince him to be in the movie um, and we haven't mentioned this character named Karen, who is uh, yeah. Rene, is it Rene Russo? Yep. Um, she is she, she's uh, Martin Weir's ex-wife, ex-girlfriend. There was something there. Yeah, Dane DeVito, yeah. Now she's married <laughs> to Harry Zim. No, not married, just sort of in and out, in and out okay. girlfriend. Not not even living together. She she asks him to come out. Like, when we first meet her and him, they're sleeping together. Yeah. But it's just sort of a... They're both, you know, she works on his movies. That's basically it. Yeah. But the reason he takes her is because she's his in to Martin Weir. To Martin Weir, basically. yeah. yeah. Um, and I believe this is the scene where he gives the <laughs> acting lesson to, <laughs> yeah. to Martin Weir, which is pretty classic. He yeah. tells him, uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically says, like, you got to look him in the eye. Like, like basically, uh, they don't know that you could do anything or, or hurt them or whatever you want to do, but you could yeah, at any moment. Yeah, like that you have a job to do, but you're indifferent to it emotionally. Sort yeah. of like you're this cold, just emotionless being. And um, that that's just a funny scene because he says, he's explaining to Danny DeVito, you're, he's like, all right, so you're a Shylock and, you're, and, you, <laughs> and you have to go collect this money. And Danny DeVito goes into this very shakespearean starts like wringing his hands together. <laughs> and making noises he's like oh yeah oh. Like, like he goes into this like old jewish yeah like thing and it's very funny and then he goes oh I, i'm 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 playing shylock yeah. rather than a shylock and yeah. he realizes it it's very funny <laughs> um and then renee russo remarks 
or he says he, he he's like infatuated with her and he's like what what happened to us mm. you know all the all the sweet amazing times we had I, how did it start to break down and she's like you slept with the woman you're with now at my birthday party yeah. <laughs> and his response is oh that was a great party <laughs> <laughs> so pretty pretty classic uh, devito character he's, here. he's wonderful in he's this great movie. yeah uh, so Bo meets with Harry and tries to undercut Harry. Uh, Chili offers to go to the airport to check out the cash that Bo left. So this whole scene takes place in a restaurant where it was supposed to be a meeting between Harry, Chili, and Karen, but Bo and James Gandolfini end up coming Show in up, and yeah. kind of ruining things a little bit. Yeah. Making some threats. Making some threats. Uh, but the gist of this scene and why it's important is that Bo attempts to set Chili up and tells him there's this locker yeah. in the airport. The DEA is obviously keeping their eye on. Um, go, you can have the the money that's in there. It's like 500 grand, I think. Yeah, fi- grand. because at this point, Chili has murdered the cartel guy who was there to collect it. Yeah, right? Bo murdered him. No, sorry, yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> not John DeVolta. <laughs> yeah. Del Orlando, Bo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Yeah, it's curious though. Like, why would he not want? He's in a bind because he can't go get that money. Yeah. Because the feds are watching that money. They're mm-hmm. watching the locker, waiting for someone to come get the money. Yeah. So I guess he's kind of screwed in that regard, which is why he wants in on this movie. But I was just thinking, why would he? Why does he want in on this movie so bad? Like he he's he has five hundred thousand dollars in a locker. Yeah. You know. I think his motivation is kind of weak. Uh, it's similar to Chili. He says it in the restaurant. It, it, He's yeah. like, I don't want to be in the Lone Shark and Gang yeah, anymore. I want to produce movies. It's funny. They both like want to be in the yeah. movie business. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. But, yeah, but um, Bo obviously doesn't get fleshed out as much as no. Chili, so you're like, eh, who, who cares? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. You, you don't care about the character as much. Yeah. yeah. Even though I love Delroy Lindo. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, he's so cool. Yeah. How is he so freaking cool? I don't know, man. That suit he wears in the beginning, it's this oh, like, yeah. yellow suit. Pure 90s. So cool. <laughs> So Harry calls Ray to sell out Chili. So he ends up calling, as we talked about before, the guy from Miami who is the original guy that Chili had the feud with. And he tells him that he's in town and he has this money and he's not going to give it back. So you should come here and mess him up and get the money back. Yeah. So Chili goes to the airport. But realizes he's being set up like halfway through as he like monitors the situation. Yeah, he's too smart for this. Too smart. Too smart. Um, but the DEA ends up detaining him because it looks like he goes into the locker, right. but he goes to the one next to it. Next he's smart. It. He tells somebody to put something in that locker next to it so it can look like he's getting it out of there. Right. But they detain him. They take him back in a room and interrogate him a little bit and end up just letting him go because he's smooth and you right. know, doesn't tip his hand at all. It's great. Um, so the cartel at this point is on to Bo and they end up like actually going to his place of employment. Mr. Escobar shows up. Yeah. (laughs) And they threaten him. They put him in a, in a limo and he says, where's my nephew? I don't really care about my nephew. I just want my money though. Right. Um, so we know that he's in a little bit of trouble now. Ray shows up at Harry's office and, uh, actually ends up like pretty badly beating Harry. Yeah. Um, so the reason I think that he's upset is that Harry told him that he's a loser that's never left Miami. He ends up coming there and he doesn't realize who he's messing with. Um, but the thing I like about Ray is that we always see how cowardly he actually is because he doesn't ever confront Chili. He always like he always tries to get somebody else that's stronger than him to yeah. do it. But he punches a woman in the face yeah. when it's just him and her and, the, and his bodyguard. And now when it's just him and Harry, he roughs him up really badly. Yeah, Barboni, yeah. 
and he ends up shooting uh, one of the the associates of Bo. So Uncle Rico gets Uncle shot. Uncle Rico, yeah, ten John, times. John is his name in the movie, but yeah, 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 yeah. Gene Hackman does this funny bit, as you've already said, where he he call he realizes that Dennis Farina Ray Barboni has money, mm-hmm. so he calls him and kind of like tries to act like he's this gangster in L.A. Basically. <laughs> does all these things that he's learned from Chile, gets him to come out, take this meeting with him, and then Barboni realizes he's just dealing with some schmuck and he beats the crap out of him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at this point, Bo threatens Chile and kidnaps Karen. He wants the 300000 that Chile got from Leo. Um, so Chile basically obliges. Um, he goes to the, the um, Bo's home, um, and ends up trying to get her back, so he just tosses in the money and says, "Here, it's yours. I just care about you know the girl." Yeah. Um, and then there's an altercation between Bear, who is James Gandolfini's character, and Bo. Um, at first, you think that it's legitimate, like Bear's been beat up a few times by Chili. He's been thrown down some stairs, so you think he's getting revenge, and he's punching him really badly. Uh, and then Bo tries to say, like, let's set this up as like a like a we were defending ourselves, and he he like he came at us, so we shot him. And then Bear ends up pushing uh, Bo into Chili, and but Chili hangs on to the rail. He pushes Chili <laughs> into so Gandolfini works for Bo. Yeah, and you you forgot to mention that after the sting at the airport, where Travolta realized they were trying to set him up, mm-hmm. he goes he leaves the airport. Gandolfini's waiting for him at the car. Yeah, to take the money, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You fail. I you know I didn't get the money. I didn't take the whatever." And he's like, "Well, I need the key back." Yeah. Travolta beats up Gandolfini, but he's really nice to him at the same time. Yeah. And they start get, talking about movies. And he's like, you know, why are you working for this guy? Why are you working for Bo Delroy Lindo? Mm-hmm. You can do better than this. Weren't you a stunt man? He's like, yeah, you know. He's like, well, what were you in? He's like, ah, you, you wouldn't know. And he's like, no, come on. I know movies. <laughs> and they sit there and they become friends. Yeah. So, yeah, he's convinced him that he is better than this. So they secretly have a relationship during this fight. Gandolfini pushes Travolta into Delroy Lindo. Delroy mm-hmm. falls off the balcony. Gandolfini grabs Travolta, saves him, and mm-hmm. that's how they get rid of Delroy Lindo. Yeah. At the next scene, Ray surprises Chili in his hotel room. Um, and then Chili ends up giving him the key of the locker at the airport. So at this point, Ray is the only person who really doesn't know what's going on at the airport. Yeah, so it's he really thinks funny. he thinks great. No, he's, I, he's the schmuck this yeah. whole movie. Oh yeah. yeah. You you're always rooting for him to fail. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. He's so unlikable too. It's so great. Yeah, he's great. And he uh the, the prosthetics too on his nose. Yeah. In the beginning, Travolta <laughs> breaks his nose and he has this massive <laughs> nose the whole movie. It's yeah. obviously fake, but it I mean it looks like his nose, but it's huge. It's yeah. swollen and now it's all crooked and stuff. <laughs> um yeah, so at the end he shows up. To John John Travolta's hotel room and threatens him and thinks Travolta is you know idiot left this all this money in this locker he finds his key mm-hmm. and he goes and we assume he gets arrested yeah yeah um and then in the end we see that Chili Harry and Karen made the movie they wanted to so they're they're making it at that time yeah so there's like a shot it's of, nice uh, it's a, it's a great ending it's like a crane shot of the scene that's going on and you you go past Harry and he's directing and then you see uh you see Karen and Chili in kind of producers chairs watching everything yeah but it's funny because the the director smartly ties it into the real movie yeah. right so it shows uh Dennis Farina Barboni go mm-hmm. to this locker and then 
the person turns around and it's Harvey Keitel. Yeah. <laughs> randomly. Who they reference earlier on the movie. Right, they like say a would guy be great. Yeah. One, yeah. And he's playing that character in this new movie that they're directing. Yeah. And then Danny DeVito is there <laughs> as this like uh, detective or yeah. whatever. And he, and he messes up his part and they have to cut. And then Penny Marshall steps into the frame and she's mm-hmm. the director. And it's really funny. And it's awesome. It's so great. And then yeah. they all like have, and Gene Hackman is now kind of his career has been resurrected because he's directing this, big movie and yeah so and then they all have to leave set and they just kind of and like he's a producer now chili's a, a hollywood producer now. so he realized his dream yeah it's great it's such a good movie yeah yeah well realize my dreams gabe and <laughs> tell me what you thought of get shorty i loved it i haven't i've never uh, seen this movie except maybe when it was on like tbs growing up or something as a kid mm. during the daytime hours or you know some random 10 or 15 minute clip of it but um i liked it a lot there's a lot of stars in this movie it's funny um commentary on hollywood and how it works and kind of like how it is no different than the the brutal world of being a loan shark and collecting and applying pressure and getting who you want uh it's great i think it's very very funny i really appreciate it and you should watch it great it holds up holds up great yeah I I'd never even really heard of this movie. Like maybe I'd heard like the name Get Shorty, and I think there was a TV show or a remake or another movie there called Get Shorty. There is a TV show now. Yeah. yeah, just started. I think like last is, year. Is it? Uh, oh, what's his name? The Irish actor McDowell. It's uh yeah, it's Ray Romano and uh O'Dowd. Is it O'Dowd? Oh, Chris, Chris O'Dowd. O'Dowd. Chris yeah. O'Dowd. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't yeah, know. So, I don't know if it's similar. I guess it is. I guess it's the same story. From what I've seen in the trailers and what I know now about this movie, I think it's the same story. Yeah. Um. That's, so that's cool. Yeah. That's, so maybe I'll watch that now that I've I've watched this. But I would normally say that a plot like this is too complex for a comedy. But the writers were so clever on the way that they tied everything together and kept yeah. it moving. Yeah. Uh. It never felt slow and it it never felt boring. It was no. always interesting. Um, I cared for all of the characters uh, in different ways. Like I cared about what happened to them. Like Ray, I was so glad that he got caught by the DEA just because he's a slime ball and, yeah. and I hate him. But you really, really grow to like John Travolta and you really, really root for him to realize his dreams even though he's also very yeah. slimy in the way that he does certain things. Um, but performances all across the board were great. The writing was amazing. Like I said, great, like, great pace. It's only an hour 40 which is what all yeah. movies should be. It doesn't apologize for being like thickly plotted. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. It it expects you to keep up with it and even if you don't, you will by the end of the movie. You'll yeah. know you'll know what's going on by the last It's confusing you know. at first. I'll admit yeah. that. Like the first 30 40 minutes you're watching you're like, "Okay, who who is that and what right. stake do they have in the game?" But at the end it's yeah. all clear. Especially at the beginning. Like we didn't talk about that. The the movie just opens. Yeah. No credits for about 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like what's happening you know what's going on here <laughs> yeah but yeah it's it's great so so very enjoyable um i'd recommend it to anyone that that likes to laugh and feel joy wow that should be everyone yeah unless so watch get shorty the grinch yeah, yeah watch get shorty yeah watch get shorty all right and d- did you know b- before we end here that danny devito was the original choice to play chili no i'm d- it's in the it's in the it's no. in the trivia for imdb really yeah. i didn't read that apparently barry sonnenfeld wanted danny devito hmm. to play chili I mean that would have been funny in its own way. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean I, I it's Travolta's more Oh, Travolta's the perfect uh, choice. Suave and obvious, but uh maybe the book, maybe that's more reflective of the book, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, he, maybe... he he was directing Matilda. Um so Dan DeVito was. Yeah. So he didn't have time to Ugh. step into that role. I think we're fortunate for that. 
I, yeah, I, me too. I think John Travolta was perfect for this role, and I think it maybe would have been too slapsticky in a way. Too Don, weird. Danny DeVito. Too was much the, like twins or something. Yeah, <laughs> just like a four foot five guy throwing people downstairs and stuff like that. That's that's weird yeah. in its own way. And yeah, and John Travolta, I think, nailed it. Maybe if it was Joe Pesci or something, that would have worked. But uh, <laughs> Joe Pesci, Travolta did great. Yeah, Travolta basically great. any person who's played a mobster at any point in their life, and yeah. uh, and they got the role. Yeah. All so right. Watch it, man. It's a good movie. Yeah, I agree. Really watch funny. it. Um, so let's go ahead and say what we're going to watch next week, and then we'll do our closing stuff. So next week, we're watching a movie that I'd always heard of, but never watched or oh. was invested in. You've never seen it? I'd never seen it. <laughs> okay. And uh, I think I'm a better person for having seen it now. You are. But uh, we're talking about Waterworld next week. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, I didn't know if you're going to insert it, anything there. It's pretty nuts. I probably won't. Uh, I haven't done it at all. Yeah, this season, Waterworld but... is uh, Waterworld will change your life. Yeah. Well, that's it for us this week. We're going to forego the movie draft, um, but you know you can always reach us on social media. Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. We want to thank Natural Anthem for the use of their music today. You can find them at naturalanthem.net. Yes. Uh, we're part of the ACPN. Check that out. I think it's acpn.net. I've been saying that for a while, but I haven't actually double-checked. So hopefully it is acpn.net you're right. if you're ever going to go. But yeah. that's it. That's it. That's everything. Until Waterworld. <laughs> Watch more post-apocalyptic movies about Waterworld <laughs> and Kevin Costner and, and stuff like that. Watch Mad Max instead. <laughs>